Topic of Choice podcast. Each week, we explore conversation, reviews, interviews, and more in a fun and relaxed setting. So sit back and enjoy the conversation. I'm Matt Snotty, and here's your host, Joey Police. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Um, today, we, we have a really cool episode to discuss today. Eric and I are on the show. Eric Carls with Facilitator Fitness, CrossFit Conductor. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going? Good, good. I like your mic this time. It, you sound you sound very professional. <laughs> Last time it was just, I ran it through my laptop. <laughs> That's okay, but I noticed that you're not wearing the Masters of the Universe shirt. You are I, promoting your brand. Yeah, um, I can't tell you how many people compliment me on my Masters of the Universe t-shirt. And then they try to figure out like who the characters are and I have to like fill them in. Well, if you have to fill them in, you're being kind for the, for the, for the, uh, old schoolers. We, we, we should know the majority of who they are, Yeah, but we, we do have a favorite, right? I think you and I have a, a one of the favorites. Fisto? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that they named a character that. <laughs> it's so funny. It's great. So, like I want to know if they thought it was funny. <laughs> or if somebody was just like, well, he's got a giant hand. Let's call him Fisto. <laughs> so I think it was Christmas last year. My son brought brought you the the toy. Do you still have it? The oh, Fisto yeah. Toy? Yeah, the he's hanging uh, He's hanging on the gym by somebody else brought in Tila. Oh, nice. Yeah, so he's yeah. he's doing his Fisto action by Tila. I know we could do a whole episode on, on why Masters of the Universe is probably one of the greatest cartoons of our generation. But oh, by we'll, far. We'll save it for another time. Um, but is it okay if I promote your new podcast that's coming out? Yeah, I'd appreciate yep. it if you did. Yeah, so uh, for those listening, Eric, this, this, this will either be the first, second, third, or at some point make it on his show, but uh, it's the Fitness Masters of the Universe podcast. Uh, you'll be able to find Eric on Fitness M. T-O-U, is that right? Yeah. Not com. Yep, Correct. M-T-O-U. And you'll also be able to download the podcast, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, wherever you download your podcast. Be sure to look for Eric Carls and uh, Fitness Masters of the Universe podcast coming soon. Um, but anyway, today we are talking about the Marathon Row. Yep. Um, so I think I, let's first go uh, all the way back to its inception for CrossFit Conductor. Yeah, I think well, that's where we should we should start there. Yeah, well, it came from you, and I don't. <laughs> so you're probably better off to be able to say where it came from because I don't know where you got the idea from. All I know okay. is that you came to me, you came to me one day and said that you wanted to row a marathon, and so yeah. I don't know where did it come from for you. The I was watching the CrossFit Games. I think it was 2018. Yeah, was was when um, that was announced by who was the who was the um, Dave Castro. Dave Castro. Thank you. Dave Castro announced that one of the workouts for the CrossFit Games was rowing a marathon. And I remember going, how long is that? Because I, I know what running a marathon is. You and I have both run a marathon, right? Yep. Um, mine right now is a one and done. Where are you with your running marathon? Would you do <sighs> another one? I Part of me would like to do another one, but like I used to run a lot when I was like in okay. my 20s. And yep. that's when I did it. I think I was probably like 25 or 26 when I did it. And, uh, and it was brutally hard, but now I just, I don't know if I don't run enough or when I try to get back into running, if I try to bite too much off at one time and it just cripples me, it's like, 
it's running to me is not as enjoyable as it used to be just because I like, I like limp the next day. <laughs> What's the phrase you use? I'm locked up. Yeah, <laughs> it, literally. Like my walk to the bathroom, I look like a Cro-Magnon man. <laughs> it's well, same. So I did my marathon at the age of 40 or 41. I was 41 when I did my first and only marathon. Um, and I remember how challenging it was. I remember how difficult it was. And it was kind of a bucket list for me. You know, I've always... Yeah marathon and I did it. Um, so anyway, I was remember watching the CrossFit games. Dave Castro announces that, um, the athletes are going to row a marathon. So I'm watching this and I thought, you know what, that doesn't look as hard of an impact, you know, on your feet, on your knees, on your joints. But I know that it would be extremely difficult, extremely mentally challenging and physically challenging. And I thought, eh, maybe I'll put that on my bucket list. So at CrossFit Conductor, you have the white, you call them the doodly boards where yeah. uh, everybody puts their, writes their goals and you post these boards on the wall. Yeah. And I thought, you know what, I'm just going to put this up there. And I wrote, row a marathon. <laughs> and, and then I think you, you approached me like, so when are we doing it? Yeah. Well, cause I figured, why the hell would you want to do that by yourself? <laughs> I wouldn't. Well, and then I also thought like, if you were dumb enough to want to do it, there's got to be a couple other people that would be dumb enough to do it as well. Yeah. And there were. Yeah. There were. Yeah. And, and I, I think I said, you're like, when do you want to do it? And I said, Tuesday, October 17th. Remember that? And you yeah. were like, that was a very obtuse day. <laughs> and and we ended up picking, I think it was November 4th of last year. Actually, it was the weekend, but last year we did it the weekend before Thanksgiving. That's right. That yeah. way we could we didn't have to train during Thanksgiving week. We yeah. Yep. So you'd be done. That we we'd be done be able to enjoy that week. Um so Eric Eric decided to make this a gym event. Um and I knew going into that, that I was going to have to train for this like I was the marathon. So I bought a rower. Like I, I got on Rogue's website or whatever affiliate that they were selling those, um, those rowers. Yeah. The concept two rower. Yeah. The concept two rower. Yeah. And I think I got it, you know, within like three or four days and I set it up in my basement in front of the TV. Um, and so every night I would go down and row, you know, X amount of meters. Why are you like, what are you smiling about? I'm smiling because I'm thinking about like when you do that, like what was your previous to that? Like what was the longest distance you had rowed before? <laughs> 2,000 meters was yeah. the max I'd ever rowed. Well, and so that's what I always thought to myself before too. The most I had ever done was 5,000. Okay. And that's so, about so, like, that, that's like anywhere for, depending upon how fast you row, like a 20 to 25 minute effort. Uh, if you gave an average. All right, so let's let's break this down for anyone who's never rowed, who doesn't understand what what the distances are on the rower. So, um, two th for me, two thousand meters roughly would take anywhere between, I would say, eight to twelve minutes. Is mm -hmm. that a fair assessment? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and and that's at a very moderate to um, semi aggressive pace. Uh, but th th I was never, uh, after the 2000, there was never a time that I was like, Oh, I want to keep going because those were usually done in wads and work out of the days Yeah. or, and, and you're, you're going, you're trying to red light. You're trying to, yeah, your pace is way faster than you ever would. And actually yeah. I use, 
I use marathons as like when, like when I'm telling people about workouts, like what type of pace they should be doing. And so if we're doing a longer workout, I say this is like a marathon. So even if we're doing like a 20 minute oh. workout for us, that that is a marathon. So I'm like, you don't sprint a marathon. You have to find yeah, a pace I mean, that you can settle in at and that you can maintain. Yeah. And we use that phrase for everything in life. This is a, yeah. it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. You, you, yeah. you have to uh, treat it as such. Um, for yeah, context so too, though, the marathon row, so we're talking 2,000, 5,000 meter rows and taking a set, the, the marathon yeah. row is 42,195 meters, just to give yeah, so you. Let, let that sink in. So the, the marathon row is 42,195 meters. And uh, yeah, when you put that in perspective of running, it's just like you're running one mile, two miles. A marathon run is 26.1 miles, correct? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's very long. It's very arduous. So, um, so Eric, I, I had said, you know, I want to do this. He, he said, let's make it a team event. And for the longest time, I remember going home for weeks before I even purchased the rower to realize that I had to start training for this going, this is actually going to happen. Well, that was the other part about doing it with the group is like, if you tell a bunch of other people, you're screwed. <laughs> It's like, you like, oh, I didn't feel like doing it or come up with some lame excuse why you can't do it. Yeah. And it's almost, um, plan the party and you'll clean the house. Yeah. Uh, so th- that's, that, that's where, that's where I was. Um, um, so I bought the rower and I started training in the evenings. And one of the mistakes that I made was I would only do between two and 4,000, um, uh, each night to, to train. Yeah. And that, that, that's that was the mistake I made when I ran my first marathon. Yeah. <laughs> I, I never ran any like large distance. I would run like a couple, like three, two to four miles. Yeah. And I remember that I sent you a text after my first 10,000 meter row. Yeah. So one quarter of the way through and it wrecked me. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, was, I remember going upstairs. I showered. I laid on the couch. My wife looks at me. She's like, are you okay? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I've got, I only did 10,000 meters and I've got a row 42,000 and I'm devastated right now. But you know, after doing it though, I feel like it's kind of like what you mentally go into. So if you mentally yeah. set yourself up for 10,000 meters, that's like, yep. it's like, it's like when you got to go to the bathroom and you're on your way home, like, you know, when you're close. Like, and so your body's just like, oh, I got it. And then you can't hold it anymore. So it's just like, if you set yourself up for 10,000 meters, the last thousand meters suck. Well, if you set yourself up for 42,000, like 10,000 is nothing. You know what I mean? Cause That's you right. know, it's not, you know, it's not even close. Yeah. You're not even close. That, no. it's, it's all, it's all a mental game at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of how I felt this year. So last year we all did the full thing and then we repeated it again this year. And now we did it with teams and like we, we broke it up into 5,000 meter chunks and those 5,000 meters sucked. Every it, one of them. Yeah. It sucked. But I was like, how did we do the whole thing? But I think it's just what you mentally prepare yourself for. Now the 42,000 sucked way more, but <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah, it did because we didn't get any breaks. The breaks that we took when we did the full marathon row last year, you and I, and, and, and we had another Jeff, uh, did it with us and Lauren did it with us as well. So I, yeah. and, and Amanda, and, and, there was five Amanda, of us. Yep. Amanda did it as well. So five of us actually completed the full, full, um, marathon row, but we would get up and we would do quick stretches, hang from the bar, 
you know, we would eat something, we would drink something and they get back on the road and go. And you're just sitting there, you're pulling. Um, but the one thing that was the, the saving grace for me was just doing it with everybody. Cause had, had I been alone doing that, it would have oh. been, it would have been miserable. Yeah. You know, you mentioned Dave Castro where that like came from. I, I, yeah. And I might be butchering the story, but he told that he said that um, before they programmed that in the games, he woke up on Thanksgiving morning and just decided to row a marathon by himself, like out in his garage. I was like, what? (laughs) What kind of psychopath does that? (laughs) Just to decide to do it and go, yeah, I'll do it by myself. Like it's four hours. It is. It's easily four hours. Uh, I, I guess the only thing I would say there is Dave Castro has the David Goggins mentality. Or yeah. Because he's a Navy SEAL too. Uh, yeah. Dave Castro is. But yeah, but yeah there, I would never do that. I want to sit uh, in my uh, flannels and eat, you know, turkey and, and mashed potatoes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, not row a marathon on Thanksgiving <laughs> morning just to see if I could do it. So tell me when we sat down, because I'm, we're talking about the full, when we sat down to do it, you did not intend to do the full, remember? Well, so the, back to the mental part about it. I did, but I was giving myself an out. So I wasn't telling anybody that I wanted to do the full thing because I did. I wanted to be like, okay, can I sit down and do this without actually doing intentional rowing training? No, I was working out all the time. So I was like, in, right. like I felt like I was in good shape. Maybe not that kind of distance shape, but that's the only reason I didn't say I was going to do the full thing is because I was giving my, I was giving myself a, like a back door if things went south and I would be like, Oh, I, I said I was only going to do 10,000. So. <laughs> yeah. Cause I think you originally said, I'm going to try and get 10,000 yeah. and you were going to, you were going to stretch and rest every 2000. Yeah. But, but I remember I, I, I think I was next to you rowing, um, 5,000 meters came and you and I hadn't got up yet. No, and, no. Right. And it was going way better than I had thought it was going to go. Yeah. 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 So back to your original comment, we did this year, we did the full marathon, but we broke it into teams. So each of us only did like, uh, for those listening, we didn't each of us do the full on our own. There were teams and we split the entire 42 divided by however many people were on each team. But like you said, that 5,000 meters that whenever we would have to sit down, it was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to do it. My like fingers were going numb on my right hand. Like, and I was like, Oh yeah. my God, if I, if that had happened when I was doing the full thing, I totally would have quit or maybe it did. And I just don't remember it. And I was like, well, you're screwed. You, you got to sit here for, <laughs> well, we had music going in, in, in last year. And I remember you tried to put a video up, but it didn't matter. Your, your mind just goes into to 15 different areas. And, and it was just the conversation with everybody else that kept me going. Um, and then I remember, I remember hitting the 30,000 mile mark or 30,000 meter marker realizing, okay, the end is in sight. I can do another 12,000, you know, it's, it's almost like when you're running the marathon, you see the last, you know, uh, 10 K and, and you're like, okay, I, I can, I can get through this. Well, yeah. And that was, so when I did the full, when we did the full two years ago, that was what, like, so I eventually got to a point where I'm like, and, and I think it was 20,000 meters for me that I was, was like last year. It wasn't two. Years. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. So we've done it twice, but it's been within a year's time span, but yeah. So when right. we did it, when I hit that 20,000 meter mark, that's when I knew I was going to do the full thing. Cause I kind of okay. thought in my head, I'm like, I'm never going to get this far ever again. So if there's <laughs> ever an opportunity to do it, like now is the time to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So if anyone's considering doing the marathon row, if you just want to go to your gym or if you have a rower in your basement, you know, I would, I would say, um, plan on at least four hours. Yeah. And then the one thing that I, I over prepared for was like all the, the food and the, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. That's where, that's where I think there was a difference between the marathon run where it yeah. wasn't like a, there wasn't going to be like a bonking episode where you like, where you crashed and you just, you know what I mean? Like your blood sugar dropped out. It wasn't quite the same in that sense, but it was the same in the sense of though, that it's not like, it's not a cardiovascular endeavor. It's a, how I think it is though. What's that? You said you would think it is, but oh it's yeah, really and not. I think that that's what people go into marathons thinking as well. But the difficulty in marathons, whether it was the run or the row, for me was it was like what kind of pounding could your body repeatedly take, right? And I remember that's like when I ran the marathon, like my legs, just like my hip flexors in front, they were just like revolting. They were locking up. <laughs> they weren't working properly. You know what I mean? So like, and then the difference for with the with the row, it was my back. It was just, I don't have good posture when I rode to begin out with. So sitting on it that long, like I was like popping Advil and I don't even know if it was doing anything, but I was eating them like they were Tic Tacs. <laughs> I, I remember you had said, you had told us uh, in all the classes, you know, keep your back straight. It's like you're doing a deadlift and you're pulling up the shit. Yeah. You're, you're arching back. But, but when you're 20 or 25,000 meters in. You're oh like, Yeah. <laughs> form goes completely out the window and it's just like let's just get through it yeah and you're just trying to get like there was points i was standing while i was rowing i was just using my arms i was taking my <laughs> feet out of the pedals so it wasn't like but i kind of feel like that's almost the equivalent of like you were doing a marathon if you're running it like yeah you know somebody, you're maybe you're not running the whole time maybe you're taking those like little those short distance walks and then you go back into the run so it w- it's exactly what it is. It yeah. is. And, and you're taking a bathroom break and you're, you're, you're eating and you're hydrating. Um, I drank, uh, for me, I, I follow a guy named Chad Wright and, uh, I, these coconut water yeah. I mean, for me have just always been great. Um, those are actually the best. Everybody leans towards Gatorade. Like if you actually look at the ingredient list on Gatorade, it's garbage. It's a lot of sugar, isn't it? Well, yeah. And then they like, they like put like fake dyes and like all kinds of preservatives and crap in it. Yeah. Like coconut yeah. water is considered like nature's Gatorade. It really is. And and I'm going to tell you for, if you've never done it, if you're doing any kind of a, an endurance, a workout or a, any, anything that's going to take a lot out of you, one of these coconut waters is just phenomenal. It's a little bitter for me, you know, but you just, you, you hold your nose and you, you get it down and the, the nutrients are there. But, um, and I remember I ate a couple of bananas, uh, and that was it. And then you just yeah. gut through it and get it done. But so let's talk about this year. We had a lot more people show up yep. to the gym. It was almost double the size. Yeah. I and I think a lot of that maybe even comes from too, like people being nervous the first time. And then, then yeah. when they see that nobody died the first year we did it, you know what I mean? <laughs> and that it was doable that people are like, Oh, okay. Cause it really is a fun event. Like what we said, like while you're rowing, it sucks, but like, it's fun. People are just goofing around the whole time. Like people were drinking beers while they weren't, <laughs> while they weren't yeah. rowing. You know what I mean? It's just, it's a fun atmosphere. This podcast is brought to you by my company, Network Therapists, and Joey's company, Blue Edge Networks. Joey and I are full-time consultants and combined for over 50 years of experience in technology and security. Visit our websites at networktherapists.com or 
blueedgenetworks.com. And they had, there was one station, somebody brought in IVs. <laughs> yeah. Lori Wagner does that. And she does that at her, um, um, I mean, I'm going to mess up the name, but it's like Joy Rich, Joy Rich Health Center. And she yeah. does those for people. Like if they want to come in and sign up for them, like, and basically all it, it's like an IV bag and it's full of like different fight. Like they have ones, like if you're hungover, right, like right. you can go and get them and or like just different ones. <laughs> like they have like recovery ones and pre-race ones. And I, I would like to try that at some point. That was for me, that was not the time for me to try that. But, but I thought it was pretty cool that, Hey, you know, for anyone that might be uh, needing that extra boost of, of hydration or, or replenishment that that was there. But all that to say, it was, it was a bigger turnout. There were more people in, in, involved and I thought there was a lot more um, laughs, at least a lot of lap more laughs for me this time because I knew yeah. that I was only going to have to do <laughs> chunks of five thousand, uh, you know, two to three times because we ac- we actually talked your wife Kelly into joining us when she got there. Yeah, and and Danny Danny uh, Steckler got in there as well um, and helped us. And I thought, does anyone else want to sit down and and bang out? Oh you know, yeah, at that point I was like, anybody that wants to pull on this thing, you are more than welcome to. Like I wasn't trying to like hoard hoard meters to have to do. How was, um, let's talk about the recovery from last year in comparison to this year. So afterwards, what was it like for you after, after you were done? Now that day I wasn't like bopping around full of energy and I thought I was going to be train wrecked the next day, like my back. And it, to be honest with you, I was, I, I felt pretty good the next day. You know, I was like, yeah. I was a little sore, but it wasn't, wasn't anything like what I thought it was going to be. And this year? Nothing. Okay. Just, you were okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was okay. good. Yeah. Well, well, the, the, uh, last year, very similar reaction to you because I was training. Mm-hmm. So yeah. let, let's, let's give some context of how I came to do this year's, uh, with three days notice. <laughs> so you sent me, it a was, text. The sho- it was the shoehorns. <laughs> it was the shoehorns. I got a text from Eric. I was literally, I think I was on the rower just doing some cardio at another, at another gym. Yes. And I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't tell you that. And I got a text as I was just doing a nice moderate row just to finish up my weightlifting. And Eric said, everyone wants to know if you're coming Saturday, it's the marathon row. And, and I was like, Oh, I didn't want to get this text. And then you sent, I didn't say anything. Did you think it was coming? Did I think what was coming? The, the text, text from you about the row? Yeah. Like, did you think no. I was going to reach out to you at all? Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't. Okay. I, and I was praying you wouldn't because <laughs> I knew, because I knew if I'm being completely honest, because I knew if you did, I, I, because in, in some sense it was, it's personal to me because it was something that I had, um, uh, a part of creating there, right? <laughs> no, you're the it, whole reason it was created. <laughs> what do you mean part of? Nobody else was like, Hey, I want to row a marathon. It was only you. <laughs> um, and so Eric says, just things like everyone wants to know if you're coming started. I was like, crap. And I didn't say anything. And I think I pulled one or two more times. And then you said, I'm buying shoehorns for everybody. Or, or you said that there will be shoehorns as yeah, the prize. And context on that, like before classes, we sometimes we ask different questions and they're random. Sometimes they're like nutrition or they're just off the wall. And I think one day I said, what's something that nobody knows about you? And so you go around the room, people say their name and they're like, it's a great icebreaker. It's yeah. a great. Icebreaker. And that's all yeah. it's used for. And you busted out that you use a shoehorn 
to put your <laughs> shoes on. And then that like opened up the floodgates for other questions. They were like, you mean like nice shoes? And you're like, no, all of my shoes. I use a shoehorn to put them on. So this year, um, and I, I dropped the ball on it last year. I had thought of it last year, but just didn't do it in time. Yep. There you go. And then, so this year, like, you know, like when you do a race, you normally get like a medal or something. So this year it was, you got a shoehorn and it said CrossFit conductor on it and, and it had the and meters. It's got the meters. It's got the, uh, the date, the year, um, and the, I'm holding this up. This is like the type of shoehorn that's it's full fit in your pocket. Yeah. It, it, you know, um, but for those that did the full marathon, either this year or last year, we're going to get like yeah, a really the full, like what are those like two footers? That's the one that I use like on a daily. Yeah. My so then you don't even have to bend over to use your shoehorn. <laughs> that's the whole point. Which is fantastic. <laughs> Somebody goes, well, if you can't put your shoes on, you probably can't bend over either. <laughs> what does that say about me? I'm so lazy. I don't want to bend over and retie my shoes. I just pop, pop. I can do it quickly, man. I can do it real fast. Oh, yeah. It's like those sketcher shoes that they have now that like you don't have to. It's like a, it's a shoe with a built-in shoehorn. Yeah, a genius. Absolute genius. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to buy some. <laughs> Um, so yeah, but, but I'm creating a board that I want to hang in my office that, you know, holds the, 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 the headbands from the tough mutters and the patches and the mm-hmm. metals, but, but I want to put, uh, the shoehorn will go on there. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's got to go with the rest. Yeah. You know, but the um, whole thing about doing this thing though, it makes me think about like a bunch of different things about like, so when you do it, so like you already brought it up, the accountability factor. So you said you yep. wanted to do something. And so, and I don't, this doesn't have to be, doesn't have to pertain to fitness. Any goal that you have, like there's got to be some sort of accountability. Like who's holding you accountable? Cause it's so easy. Like if you don't share it with somebody else that you can just go, eh, I'm not going to do that. And then the second part about like putting your mind to like what we were talking about, like we were only going to row 5,000 meters at a time. So that sucked. Well, we yeah. wrote 42,000, so it shouldn't have sucked, but it's just like, it's like what you wrap your mind around with what you're going to do. If you enjoy this podcast, take a listen to The Sensuous Sounds of InfoSec, where host and friend of the show, Ben Maliso, herds a panel of co-hosts and guests, often including Joey and myself, through all things information, all things security, and all things information security. Recent episodes have featured TPM chips and why they're awesome, privacy laws and why they're often lacking, ensuring your bourbon is not counterfeit, and Bruce Willis selling his digital likeness. Or did he? Join the InfoSec discussion at the Sensuous Sounds of InfoSec, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. But for long, long distance events, any kind, or, or, or not even endurance or physical events, whether you have to do a six hour drive or a 12 hour drive, or you've got a project that you're working on, uh, would you say that the majority of getting in your head is probably one of the biggest hindering factors when oh, people- Oh, it, that's a, the biggest hindering a, like factor for everything. Everything we yeah. do in life is that little voice that's like back in your- your head. And I I was listening to a guy talk literally just the other day. And he was talking about that. A lot of times people don't, don't reach their goals because they use the destination of the goal as the motivation to drive towards it. And he said, if you change your thinking and put that the goal or the reward is actually in the effort to get towards that goal, 
it will totally reframe how you think like, and with me, like owning the gym, I see that all the time. Like people come in and your, your typical thing is people say they want to be healthy, but it usually always revolves around some sort of weight loss goal that they have. Okay. And they think that if they hit that weight loss goal, that they're magically going to be happy. You're going to be no different. You're just going to be a little lighter than when you do it. And if you only focus on the end goal, they come in and the workouts that we do and the eating how you should to get to that goal, they see them as like burdens. It's like, it's a chore. They hate doing it. But if you can wrap around that you're getting some sort of reward out of doing those workouts and eating how you should, that's what motivates you to keep going towards that goal. So, uh, so I always say this to you, this could be a whole topic podcast topic for you as well. But do you think that setting small daily goals are better? I think it's, it's the individual, but yes, like, so that, so yeah, but then maybe let me change my answer. Then I think it's both. So you have your long-term goal that you want to do. And then it's like back to how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Well, so to get to those goals, what, what do I have to do? My goal for this day is I'm going to eat a certain way and I'm going to exercise. Those are those goals. You just got to check them off. Problem with that is that's not like super sexy because it's like the daily thing. But unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. that's what that's what gets you to that end one that you want to do. But but again, if you always frame it as eating how you should and exercising as like this horrible thing that you're not getting any reward out of. Like I've never done a workout, even if I didn't want to work out. I've never done a workout and been like, oh, man, I'm pissed I did that. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But then there are days you leave the workout and you're like, I can't believe I did that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Hence the marathon row. Yeah. Um, Getting in your head though, with the marathon row, it was so easy to see. We started with the clock and I go back to last year because we did the full thing. We started the the little screen that's on the row where you can program it for a goal. And we programmed it for the marathon row and it shows 42,195 and it basically counts back. So every pull, when you lean forward and you pull, then lean back, that that fan is spinning and those numbers are counting backwards. And you're actually able to see, okay, you know, you you have come this far and this is how much farther you have to go, yeah. right? But but to your point that you were saying earlier of 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 setting that goal and realizing um, once you hit it you maybe that won't change or maybe that will change. I almost think that not having a, a predefined goal can be, uh, can be adverse. And, and the only reason I say that is I did, I did several events with this organization called GORUCK. Mm-hmm. And after each event, they would, the cadre would lead us to an area that we started. And they do that on purpose because they want you to believe that it's over. They want you to believe that you're going to do another smoke session, which is a fitness session. Yeah. And then, hey, good job, guys. You did it. But then they tell you to put your rucks on and and you go another like three hours after that. (laughs) And and then they don't tell you. And to watch the the defeat just wash over everybody's faces, knowing we're not done. We have to keep going. Um, But but like Goggin says, don't don't put a a, a timeline. Don't put an end on it. Because that that will defeat your, um, I get I guess your re, not resilience but your motivation to keep going when yeah. you know that that goal is there. So so then how do you translate that into fitness in your world? Do you do you just tell people just just show up every day and and don't 
you know, it, yeah, hand. like you have to make it like non-negotiables. Like, so if you say to yourself that you're going to X number of days, you're going to work out, you have to schedule those and you can't break them. It's the same thing as like, and this is a smaller example, but I've never run out of time where I couldn't brush my teeth in the morning. That's a non-negotiable. Yeah. Like I brush my yeah. teeth every single morning. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I know that's a smaller time frame and easier to do, but like you have to treat it like that or just like a work meeting that you can't miss. Something comes up. If you can avoid it, you don't, you don't cancel your workout. You adjust something else. And so you have to make that, you know what I mean? You just have to, those are your goals that you're going to do. But again, so what, everybody's yeah. mindset's a little bit different though. You know what I mean? Going sure. into that. Everyone's motivation is yeah. something else. Yeah. So I guess whatever make motivates you, uh, uh, to get out there and do that. So anyone that is considering doing a marathon row right now, what would you advise them? Basically like what we did. I I, I think, you know, um, when you said that you were going to do the marathon row, me making it into event made myself accountable for it as well. Also, you know what I mean? Cause one, that's something that we always want to try to do at the gym, do something outside of like our regular workouts. So that checked right. a box there. One, we had an event. Two, when you announce it, people start planning on doing it. So again, you can't say like, hey, I'm not going to do it. You can't back out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we set the date and we set it way out in advance. So if anybody did want to like legitimately train to do it, but I think the run in the row are the same. It's like, you just have to acclimate yourself to the, the pounding of it and then know that it's going to get shit. No matter how much you train, like it's going to get bad at some point. Then it's like, okay, so yeah. then what do you do when it gets bad? You know, and that was the nice thing about having a bunch of people around us, because when it got bad, some people started making jokes or doing whatever. You know what I mean? Like I, I went on a I went on a cussing fit at my rower. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. And then the the ongoing joke was from uh, Chad Wright's Don't Give Pain a Voice. Yeah. Remember I, I said in the beginning, I said, don't no matter what hurts your knees, your shins, your hands, don't give it a voice, because if you give it a voice, then it's going to have power over you. And I yeah, and it takes over. <laughs> You said, and you had listened to the podcast too. Yeah. Uh, you said, I gave, I gave it a voice. I <laughs> yeah. I was like panicking. <laughs> I just gave it a voice and it's in my head and it's not leaving. Oh, but there's so much truth in that. I, I, I took away from it, but, but to, uh, to your point, um, I think that's what made the marathon row not only enjoyable, but memorable, um, which causes people to come back. So I would encourage anyone if you're going to do it, find a buddy to do it with or find a gym to do it with that's going to create it as an event. Or if you want next year, uh, it will be a, a, in November again, I would yeah. say, right? Eric? Yeah, we're going to do it every year. So we'll just keep on going. And, and I'm I, always I the one that if you have a stupid idea, come to me because I'm always the first person to be like, never think it through. I'm like, yeah, let's do that. And then I'm like, oh, what are we doing? <laughs> Yeah. I learned that the hard way. Yeah. Uh, at what, at what point do we not have to row and we can like cheer everyone on? Yeah. We're, we, we're just like event organizers. Right. Cause we've already done it. You know? Yeah. We just so. got to keep re recruiting so many people that we don't have any rowers. And so then we look like we're like giving up a rower so that somebody right. else has an opportunity to do it. That's what, that's it. And then we can fill in for those, you know, two to three or 4,000 meters when they get tired, we could fill yeah. in then. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, um, that's all I've got for today, man. Is there uh, can tell people how to find you, Eric, how to find CrossFit Conductor and uh, so they can come visit you. Yeah. The easiest way is just going to our website, just CrossFitConductor.com. It's the whole website is loaded for anybody that's looking to get started. 
And uh, basically we take, we have two options. You can either come in and just sit down and talk. Like we call it like a no sweat intro. Cause somebody, that's the biggest thing. People are like intimidated. They think they need to be in shape to come in here. That kind of alleviates that you get to come see the gym. You get to like, we meet each other. We go over like, okay, what are you looking for? And then, and pretty much it doesn't matter if it's in the fitness world, we do it. So whatever you, whatever you say you're looking for. And then we come in and then I explain to you like how we would get you there. Um, other people opt, they want to come in and try a workout. Um, so I do that too. We sit down and talk the same way, but then if like somebody wants to run through a workout, cause that's the other thing with like CrossFit, especially people just think they can't do it. Everybody can do it. Like we take the workouts and it can be modified to wherever you're at. It doesn't matter if you're have zero fitness ability or you haven't been training or you've never done anything like, and, and I think that that's where people get surprised the most that when they're done, they're like, Oh, I can do this. And it's not just yeah. me in the corner doing something completely different from the rest of what everybody else is doing. So those are your biggest options. And you can do that through the website. There's just links in there and you can set up or you can send me a message through there. Perfect. And, um, the podcast will be launching soon. So you'll be able probably to download this episode there as well. Uh, but then also more episodes, hopefully to come with masters of the universe fitness, uh, for, I would say any kind of topic related to health, wellness, fitness, nutrition. And then can I even, uh, or can I even promote that? We'll probably do a media review or two, uh, within the, well, know, yeah. And that's, the, that's the whole like point of like the, the name of it. You know what I mean? So like, it's going to be geared more towards people. Like if you don't know what masters of the universe is, like you're, you're probably not old enough to to relate to anything that we're going to talk about. It's like I, I call it like old man's CrossFit. And that's what we do. And that's really what we specialize in. We're not like our goal isn't to get anybody to the games. That's not what we do. It's just it's a yeah. group of people that like CrossFit as their genre of working out. So but like we're not going to kill you. We're not going to make you do weight that you shouldn't be doing. We're not going to make you do an intensity that you shouldn't be doing because like and I've gone through that. And again, it goes back to like the walk to the bathroom in the morning. Like you know, I like to be stand upright when I walk into the bathroom. I, I will say this. One of the things I love about working out there is uh, Eric's point is that they're never going to make you do anything that you don't want to do. I remember there was a, a wad that I was uh, working on and uh, everyone was supposed to be doing some kind of a kettlebell weight, mm -hmm. right? Whether it was goblets, I think it was goblet squats and where, where you hold the kettlebell to your chest and you yeah. just basically do a, like a sumo squat. And, um, man, I just wasn't feeling it. And I've just put the weight down and did body weight. And this, this is not the type of environment where Eric's going to come over to you and just give you like a five pound and give it to you and be like, you can do this. Yeah. No, he, you know, he's, he's like, no, listen to your body. And if you don't feel like doing the weight, then, you know, let's make sure your form is good and, and, and whatever's works for you. So yeah, if, if you're hesitant about that, it is not an invasive workout. Um, uh, it's a great workout. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's all I got, man. Thanks. This was fun. We'll, yeah. we'll do it again. Yeah, it was great. And we'll, we'll come up with another crazy event. If you have a crazy event that you think Eric and I, Eric and I should do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we will know. do it. <laughs> and we'll try and schedule that. So until next time, thanks guys. My name is Joey Police. Uh, Eric Carl's with us today and we'll talk to you guys again soon. Thanks. This has been the Topic of Choice podcast. We love feedback. If you have a show topic or questions, comments, or anything else, email info at topicofchoice.com. You may hear your feedback on a future episode. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. 